Honestly, serious analysis of this game is out of the question. This, was a, uh, this wasn't a sporting contest. This wasn't a competitive match. This was men against boys. Uh, uh, from a court point of view, positives. Their forward play was very, very impressive. They ended up with five goals and 13 points from play. That's great score. Their midfield looked very impressive. They were moving well. Uh, on the negative side, their defence, certainly question marks over the defence, conceded a lot of frees, conceded nine points and fouls to Loud from frees. Look, Loud were, were poor on the day, but... I, Look, just a word of praise for their man, number number 14, full forward, Sam Mulroy. 11 points out of 16. Now, uh, two marks, nine frees. You know, he was fighting a lone battle up front. So, look, to be perfectly honest, Joe, uh, is this any preparation for them in three weeks' time facing Kerry? Not really. They would have got a more benefit out of playing an A versus B game here in the park. A versus B, men against boys. All right, Pat, Jesus, go handy on us. Go handy. Go handy, go handy, go handy. Tough day at the office, we know, we know. 18 points, tough loss. This is a jam-packed Laird and Cork Talking Points podcast, though. Um, we ha- I'm joined by John Savage on his way home. Gives me thoughts on the game itself and Parker Keeve and the whole lot and the, 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 kinda, the sense of what it was like down there. Um, Keeve and Riley has a chat with Wayne Cairns after the game. It's fairly honest with Wayne. Um, really good interview reaction after the game. And um, at the end, we'll finish on a bit of positivity. The Miners won today. They beat Wexford 15 points to 1-9. I caught up with centre-back Paul Brennan and midfield duo Bannon, Corrigan and Brian Cafferty. They have good insights. And I'll just finish in that game and it to finish. But to start, before we get into John Savage, the only real talk point for today's game is relegation. We're now a Division 4 team, it's official, we waited 230 odd days to make it feel official and remove all the complications and the permutations and the calculations from it. We're relegated, we're now Division 4, um, it's a horrible bloody feeling, um, but it's been coming a long time. We've been put out of our misery well and truly by Cork, who just played like a Division 1 team, their top, top, top side. Their top Division One team wants to get their wants to get their act together and move up the table swiftly. It might be a nice little breeding ground for all those underage players that we could only dream of uh, to learn the ropes Division Two, get up to Division One, and and go at it for there. Maybe something with something to chase. But yeah, it's just it's just hard to take, and it's just uh, it's just where we are at the moment. It's not nice, um, but I suppose that that's. That's like that's the inevitability of it. It was just the of the year, horrible year in, in, in all and the relegation confirmed just that's the only real talking point that you have. I know um there's a couple of other ones say with with um I suppose you could say the Samuel Roy's performance is outstanding, eleven points like Pat even alluded to there, that just kept us in the game. Maybe that's something to build on in the future. I know I mentioned he uh, he played inside. Uh, well, I mentioned he would play inside for the club, but he drifts out the field. Maybe he needs another bigger man in there. Conor Grimes wasn't there today. Uh, I suppose the starting team was as put up on the Patreon Loud and Proud Patreon podcast page. It was up there to see earlier on, half an hour before the game. Um, Owen Callan wasn't there, as Wayne will will clarify. We started off very well. 
But then just Colm O'Callaghan cuts through and clips a goal by uh, Craig Lynch as Pat Spillane deemed as soft. Then Kerrigan sets up Ian Maguire for for the second goal and scores two either side at half time. It was just relentless, just punishing us. We're getting out of the field and Sam was kicking freeze just to get us into the game. And it's, uh, Tommy Doran nails a couple of points as well, fair play to him. Uh, but just completely outclassed Mark Collins comes on and scores a goal and five points off the bench it's just one of those days um, Paddy Riley comes back into the side picks up two yellow cards Fergal Dunne picks up two yellow cards uh, and they go off Fergal's forced to go off and then Emma Carlin gets sent off for just a moment of pure frustration uh, straight red so he'll be out for next week actually just thinking of next week's game against Down um, very hard to another talk about how to, how to how to motivate the lads after this. You know, morale. I get into that with John Savage, but those are the real talking points. Then the four lads that come in, the the from the new actually the six players that come in, perform quite well. Paddy Riley was quite solid. Um, we thought he'd go into full back or playing the full forward role like he has for the brides. But he played the sweeper role, um, but he's named the 13. It looked like he's going to be playing in the forwards, but uh, he went to play sweeper. Bevan Duffy was full back, Bevan very solid full back. Um, kind of drove forward, drove out of the field, and it suited with number 14, Colin McCallan, going out the field. Um, did get taken for a goal, but that was just, it was just the way the game was opening up. Got a bit of a run and stuck it away. Uh, the other. Kevin Carr was quite solid as well, I thought. Uh, they took him off after with a yellow card. You thought, oh, yeah, Fergalon had just getting sent off just before that. For a second yellow, to kind of frightful of that, so took him off. But otherwise, thought he did okay. Robbie Cornell that came in, did okay. He was taken off as well. And the fourth fell at the start uh, that came in from the blue was... Andy Williams and he played like he wasn't never away kicked out opening point for play for us second point of the game um, really good performance really solid really really good and then Connor uh, Whelan and Kieran Keenan came in and played uh, played very well they got, they got scores and Keenan rattled the crossbar we get into that with John Savage as well but I don't know just start them why not start them why not bring they were very much on form, just bring them in and just start and what did you have to lose? Um so yeah, that's it. That that's just the way the game went and it's just depressing, really. But um however, uh, we get chatting to John Savage now and yeah, we get we get talking to John. John Savage from the Argus. Yeah, are you still are you are you home yet? I'm not done, I'm still on the road. Hand free. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. Uh, I'm surprised you haven't stayed the night in Cork and uh, faced the road after that, after that loss. Was it as bad as it, as it was on on GA go? It was, Dan. Yeah, probably worse because you didn't have commentary. But uh, yeah, it was bad. I mean, we were overrun. I think it was over after about 20 minutes, wasn't it? Three six to two or something like that. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe it was a bit longer than 20 minutes, but at three six to two, it was all over. You know, and um, it never really looked like coming back. And, Cork just picked off a goal that well they didn't, didn't really have to work that hard to score the goals. Well, way down the gears then the second half threw on all five subs and yeah, it was bad as it, it was as bad as it looked. But I mean, what well, I, I, maybe maybe it was just time, like the months in between, that made it get up a bit of false hope. But I mean, 
you know, the te- that team was beaten by Leitrim fairly comprehensively in their last game, so what did we really expect going to Cork, you know? Yeah, and it was it was it was funny, like Pat Spillane was on you mentioned commentary, Pat Spillane was on commentary and he mentioned like he was kinda you could hear Pat he was kinda Oh, he was kind of bored by it. He was kind of annoyed by Loud. He was put, he was tutting and all that. You could hear him breathing heavily in the commentary. But what he did say, he made probably one good point, was that teams that had something to play for in terms of Cork have a chance of promotion, um, they have a probably good run in the championship. They probably really went hard still at it over COVID. And it it looked it looked that way with Loud. It looked like they were hard to get themselves re-energized, um, and Cork Cork looked a more kind of more focused and motivated group, you know. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree with the focus side of it and the something to play for side of it. I mean, Cork just had to get a point, I think, to, to go up. Um, but this why I'm not so sure. And you know, none of those clubs, none of those players were allowed back with their county till mid-September and you know the club scene would have would have kind of enforced that more more than more than the GA authorities would have you know if your club if, you, if, if a lot of the player, clubs that your players are with were still in action you weren't going to get them into the county set up so um, you know so why business wise I don't think I, don't, I wouldn't I wouldn't buy that uh, loud, loud clubs were going just as long as court clubs and should have been going just as hard and business-wise and all that. But yeah, certainly focus-wise, um, Cork did come out and really look like a team that meant business. And even they even looked like a team that meant business in the championship. You know that it wasn't just about promotion; it was about hitting the ground running in the month of championship. And I'd say they'd even fancy the chance to give Kerry again. And they probably won't, but I'd say that they fancy their chance of going in as an underdog against Kerry. Yeah, like that. That Pat was saying that about the freeze and all that they give away. Sam Roy gave an exhibition of free taking, didn't he? Oh, he did. He was superb again. Scored eleven, I think. One of them might have been a mark. It was hard to tell. He was fouled, but he also caught it. So, but uh, yeah, all, all eleven were dead balls. They weren't. One of them was as far out as his three in the county final. Yeah, the yeah. rest of them were kind of further in, but um, but he just wasn't going to miss one. He, uh, the boys after the after the county final were saying that he would be down at the pitch at six or seven in the morning. I think it was Greg Lynch said it. You can see it paying off uh, this season, you know, club and county. And then a couple of his his, his club mate came on, Connor Whelan, uh, as a as a debutant. Um, Kiki Keenan came on as well as a debutant as well. Um, that that's I suppose a bright note on a on a dark day. Yeah, Connor Whelan picked a point. So did Kiki actually, didn't he, at the very end? Um, he could have had a goal as well. I don't know, I have to check VAR on that. Uh, was it over the line or not? He rattled the I thought it was. Yeah, I thought, I it, thought was it was. Too. I must actually freeze that yeah. and see a goal and send it out. Like, is there just a goal for class there, John? Like, like, like across the board, even looking at Parky Keeve compared to us. and they, 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 There's no way they should be in Division 3. And then... We're we're in Division Four now, and it looks like we've been Division Four team for a long time. Yeah, and I think I think Cork. I, when you say it not shouldn't be in Division Three, I think it should be in Division One. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, or, or or maybe maybe drop into Division Two for a season or two, and then go back up. And I think they will. I'd say they 
think it goes straight back up next year. Um, and if not, they definitely will the year after. There's a lot of good young players. Uh, some of the forwards are superb. Yeah, now, yeah. now, how much they were, how, how big the questions they were asked, I don't know. But, uh, they, they look to have a bit of class, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, we're yeah. we're we're heading for Division Four, and it's hard to it's hard to argue, it's hard to argue that, yeah. that we don't deserve to be there, you know. Yeah, what, what was Park Achieve like? Oh, it's superb! It's a class stadium. It's a bit like a it's like a mini pro park, nearly, you know. Apart from so the Hill Sixteen, if you imagine, there's two of them, one on the one at either end, and then the stands themselves are are like like. Uh, like many park stands, the dressing rooms are done the same way. Um, there's an all-weather pitch out to the side where the team's warmed up. Yeah, I've seen photos uh, of that. Bus, yeah. The buses can pull. The buses can pull right in to the dressing rooms like they can in Pro Park. Oh, it's class, you know. But there's a lot of money on it, so it want to be. <laughs> yeah, well, we're probably paying for it as well. It's just that's the one thing I was I was going. I couldn't get down to see that game or see the stadium more than anything. Um, but Ah, look, it's just it's just where we're at at the moment, and hopefully, if we get our stadium going, we get our development squads going, and um, we can be more we can be more competitive. Would you? I mentioned earlier in one of the Facebook um, shows that I did that this is just now the underage failings catching up with us. I think so. Yeah, it's been ten to fifteen years of probably not doing things right at underage, um, at, at the at the elite underage, and then. You could probably go back a bit further, Dan, and say, well, are we doing it right in the club then so that they're feeding the right players into the into the development squads? And you'd have to say no um, at this point because we've, we've this is our second time in Division 4 now in, in four or five seasons. And that's not that's not good for a county like Loud. I mean, we, we have the population and we have the tradition. You know, we haven't won in Ireland since 1957 or Leinster since 60, but... We shouldn't. We shouldn't be dropping to Division Four twice in, in two or three and four or five seasons. You know, and, and that can be the only thing. It is that we're not just not producing the, the caliber of player, the quality of player to come through and, and yeah. live with what other counties are doing at the minute. You know. Yeah, yeah. You have a long drive home to think of all those uh, kind of new. Uh, new ideas to implement. I suppose um, it's a nice long drive home. Or, or, or yeah, or. yeah. Well, at least it's motorway all the way. It's grand. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's hard to know where we go from here. We, will we be even playing next week? Never mind Division Four. Will we be playing next week? Will we be playing Longford in the, the championship? Hard to know with this COVID thing. Very hard to know. And I think Cork had that in their heads as well. Like get this win and secure it. Uh, I'd say the GE yeah. are probably happy with with. Like Leitrim are more or less gone as well with us. Um, they, yeah, they, I think I think I think if they manage to get next week done and get the league decided and have something to move on of from next year in the, in the in the league, then they might be prepared to sacrifice the championship then. It was going to be a hard championship to run anyway, um, but maybe it'll still happen. But I won't write it off yet. But it's not looking good at the minute. No, it'll be hard for Loud to kind of regroup. Like, I know I, I, I always beat the drum that you want to be playing the best and you'll improve by playing the best. But but the, 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 the downside to that is like it's going to be hard to get morale back up and going for these last two remaining games. Yeah, I think it's going to be a tough 
Yeah, true. Yeah, like they're not. I don't think Dan. I don't think Dan are as good as Cork, and Longford certainly aren't as good as Cork. But you um, wouldn't like to see the likes of Kieran Keenan and, like you mentioned, and Conor Whelan and that coming in and getting beaten three times, maybe by seven or eight points. That, that probably won't do them any good either. But at um, same time, if you could, if you could go and lift yourself for the Longford game, the Dan's the right off now. It doesn't really matter. But if you could lift yourself for the Longford game and even just put in a performance, it's kind of had a Indian signovers for the last few years. Yeah, so we yeah. get a bit closer to them and maybe push them a bit, a bit harder than we have in recent times. You know, might do those players the power of good. You know, so absolutely. Whether we get there, whether we get there or not, is another matter. No, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be likely or not. But thanks very much, John. A safe home. No bother, Dan. Thank you. That was John. John's probably still on his way home. <laughs> um, thanks very much for coming on, John. Um, great insight there and a couple of things as well. Uh, I, won't, I won't delay any further. We'll just get straight into it. Keeping Riley now chatting to Wayne Cairns after the game. Fairly honest and frank reaction from Wayne. Uh, listen, Wayne, without stating the obvious, um, it's probably worse than... We ever could have imagined how it, how it turned out. Yeah, it was tough, tough day, no doubt about it. Five, nineteen, whatever it was, is a poor tally to be conceding. Um, from their point of view, the goals were, were really good. But from our ours were really poor. We just couldn't handle the pace and power. And when they got those goals earlier on, we we never recovered. And you know, we were lucky maybe not to ship a couple more. But uh, yeah, really, really tough, um, tough day. I suppose the mindset coming down, particularly with I suppose with some changes in the panel players that had come in. Uh, how were you feeling moving into the game? Probably the pressure was off in the sense of the relegation thing was all but a foregone conclusion. But I suppose how, how were you feeling coming down? Well, we were feeling okay coming down, notwithstanding all the madness that's going on in the world and in the country. Like, but um, that's a that's a different story. We can't use that as an excuse. But we were feeling okay. Like we had a good run out last week against. You know, and we won a game. We won last week in, in a challenge match, and we're feeling okay. But um, we knew it was going to be tough today. Like, with, as I said, I keep saying the pace and power of them, like, and the quality. But uh, I still would have expected us to do a little bit better. How do you? Where do we go from here? Like, uh, we say, with the next couple of weeks, if the games go ahead, um, you know. Look, we have to. We have to go on. Hopefully, the games will go ahead. We certainly don't want the games to stop. So we've another game next week, equally against an equally quality pace and power team. Um, we we beat last year, so we have to get some confidence out of that with a lot of the same personnel. So we have to keep going. We have to try and improve. We have to stop conceding goals, and like the likes of that tally that we conceded today, I suppose the tiny positive is we we were above average on our score today, four, and um, we missed an awful lot of goal chances. So. You know that's it's 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 not good, obviously, but it's a positive in in some sense that we created them. So we have to keep going. We have to keep fighting. Um, there's a few lads there today that were new to the national league, so maybe that'll stand to them. You know the the little cameos that they played, some of them. So we just keep going and and try and you know look forward to the Longford game. For yourself, uh, how these defeats and that like. It must be having a big impact on, on you, and I know it's a long time between the Leitrim and Cork games, but looking at the results back to back, it's it's you know fairly considerable. Yeah, it is. It's tough. There's no doubt about it. Um, for everybody collective in the whole group, it's we don't want to be getting the, 
you know, being at the end of these defeats. But what can you say? You can't throw in the tail. You've got, got to keep going. We've, you know, at least two games left, hopefully more in the championship. And you just got to keep fighting, keep trying to improve. It's it's a tough, tough gig, just to put it about. Like, if I was to ask you two weeks ago what you hoped to get out of the final three games, what was it? What And I suppose it really doesn't change now. What do you hope to get out of the next two? Well, well we want a championship win. That That's first and foremost. Um, but the only way we're going to get a championship win is put in performances in the two league games. Now, one of those is gone, and we didn't put in a performance. So we've next week as a stepping stone to give ourselves a platform for that championship game. And, you know, we really need to do that or else we'll be up against it again. The championship game, like, they are winnable games, but not if we perform like that or if we perform, in fairness, like we've did throughout the campaign so far. Like, we've been relegated officially today and basically we're, we're playing Division 4 football. Uh, like, again, like, if we're looking... When again yourself, like you, um, I think your term was to last this year with a review, possibly into next year. Yeah. In terms of those type of discussions, like in the last six months, you know, did you ever feel like we well, maybe moving aside? You know, if there was a new manager coming in and giving them the three games to prepare, or the four games, or whoever, or however long the championship goes, or are you? I suppose is this something that you're looking maybe to still be in charge next year? Or? Well, I certainly didn't think it's stepping aside for the last couple of games, um, but I haven't really thought about next year to be honest. It, it's like as crazy as the season has went, and as big as gap as there been in between the last game and today, you know we still have to finish the season. So this season is still its own entity. Like so, I, I haven't thought. thought see, it, I, I yeah, it happened in other counties with Carlow and Wexford particularly. Yeah, okay, um, that's a fair point. If, but in terms, of, like it's not so much. An individual, it's nothing personal, but yeah. the point, Wayne, of, of you know, uh, next year's manager, whoever it is, whether it had been yourself or somebody else, taking the long term approach and, and looking at probably the, the inevitability of the situation league wise, yeah. um, you know, to have those extra couple of months, those extra games moving into next year. And if the, the manager is you next year, it makes yeah. perfect sense. But aside from that, it, it, it just. It seems to just be a lack of joined up thinking if you're not to be the manager next year and that's not on your own point but I'm saying as a as a, as a county um, well, I, I don't I don't know what the situation is for next year I don't even know when next year will start yeah. so I, it's, I've, I, I can't really think about next year when I don't know what the situation is or what's going to happen or but you know, we, I didn't never wanted to write off. It was a disappointing campaign. Yeah, we never wanted to write this campaign off and forget about it and walk away or say we're preparing for next year. And neither all we just wanted to try and you know, as I say, get a championship win and give ourselves a platform for a championship win. But what will happen? What will happen? We'll, we'll see over the next few weeks. The discipline issue, win Unfortunately, I think we finished with thirteen and against to my nose a long while later, twelve today. I suppose the first two lads. You know, without getting individual criticism, but it, it doesn't reflect overly well uh, along with the score. The, the the last red card does not reflect well. Um, that was a straight red, and that was you know I I didn't actually see the instance, but what I've been told was it was the zero red card, and that does not reflect well. You're right, and you know we've no place for that discipline wise in in, the, in our situation in our group. The other ones, some days they're yellow cards, some days they're not yellow cards, so. You could argue about them all day. It depends who the officials are. But I take your point. Um, the last red card was, was not good. 
just finally, it, it probably there's a lot of uncertainty whether we leave in a football next week. Um, the situation as it's unfolded um, probably must have been very difficult, not knowing. Again, still not knowing. There's recommendations coming left, right, and centre. It's it's a very uncertain time. It is, yeah, and it, I suppose it's all compounded now. The fact that we've come all the way down here and we got a, a real hiding, so we just have to take it day by day I, I was in the camp of wanting to play the games and get the protocols in place and try and play them um, so I still hope that's the case regardless if, we, if we're getting beat or not so I hope I hope it can all go ahead but you know as I say days, everything could change tonight or tomorrow and just finally player wise I know the Burns stepped away Kieran Downey but Owen Callaghan um, other players like that Owen Callaghan wasn't available today but Owen Callaghan's still in the fold yeah um, and as you said, there was a couple of lads stepped away, but couple James Calif has he stepped away? He, he's injured, yeah, he's injured. He, he's not in the panel because of injury, so that's unfortunate too. Um, you know, you could say one or two of the others that stepped away are pretty much like that too. Um, their bodies are not good, not in a good way. So, yeah, look, um, I, I still thought we'd a fre- good, you know, freshen up at the panel. Like, and he says the tiny positive would be the likes of Kieran Keenan and. Conor Whelan got a taste in National League football so look we'll take that and it's the only thing we can take it's the only thing you can take yeah I know when I feel the same I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat but uh, yeah no you'd have to get dust the lads down get them ready for this Sunday against um, down down need one point to gain promotion uh, who would we go down with not too sure could be Leitrim it could be Tipperary, uh, yeah, or could be awfully, could be a three-way playoff there. Very clever and early the way Leitrim don't go down to, don't go over, sorry, to Park Esda today due to COVID, but they would have had to play Tipperary anyway. So it's, a, it's an interesting one. Um, very, very interesting one. Um, the way it worked, the way it's worked out there, but that conspiracy theory is for another day. Um, for today, that's in it. We had a big win in the minors, and it was great to be down in Darver looking at them. Some really good footballers, really good performances, really strong spine. And um, one of those spine we hear from is Paul Brennan. He kicked a super point in the second half. We'd hear from Paul now. Paul Brennan set the half on the loud minor winning team. That was a good result today, Paul. Yeah, we played well. We transition was good from backs to forwards. We kept scores ticking over, and it was just a matter of how many we could get. You're uh, you're well used to winning on Darvin now at this stage. Yeah, well, well, don't know. Had to come. We had a win today, so that was it, really. Yeah. And it it helped though. You you playing here and strong uh, minor form at club level to join all those players together for loud. Yeah, yeah, even small clubs like even myself and another boy from O'Meath and Gales but if there's other boys smaller clubs it just shows if everyone gets together we can do hell of a run we can do so yeah you're at centre half there a very strong defensive performance all around today thanks thanks yeah I scored a point you got up forward for a good score yeah yeah, yeah they're hard come by nowadays but yeah no it's a brilliant result and it's great what does it mean winning for loud well you know yourself I think most people associate Loud with the smallest county in Ireland, a loss, so not a good GA team. We just need to show them now that what we can do and hopefully we can get to the Leinster final. Yeah. Brilliant. Thanks, Paul. Well done. Thank Congratulations. Thanks.
Yeah, Paul, he was outstanding at the half. I mentioned the, the score he got, kicked, kicked the ball into Tom Matthews, and takes it off. I thought Tom was going to take the mark, but he didn't. And he takes the, takes the shot on and clips it over the bar. Great score. But uh, it was a great performance overall. Now, Wexford did have the chances to just miss a lot of frees early on. And Loud kind of just got back, soaked up the pressure, get the neck, they get numbers back. Um, Lee Griffith got an early point. And they just kind of they had the edge in the attacking sharpness in Fionnmar pulling the strings. They're a team that plays with the head up and they play with a lot of foot passing. Um, Jamie Lee in front of me from the Gales playing left half got an awful lot of ball early on. Driving the ball forward, lovely foot passing inside. And on the other wing, End O'Neill as well. They were all finding Kyle McElroy. He top scored in the day with seven points. Uh, really good performance from the Rattlies man. Tom Matthews was very lively early on as well. He got a couple of scores before they put the clampers on him. And we were just we were just we were full value for it. And uh, we had good performances from the two boys in the middle of the field. We will not chat to them now. I'm joined here now by the two Geraldines midfielders with the red jersey on today for later. It's a great win, lads, Brian and Bannon. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's quality like so we've worked hard enough for it and just to get the result, like it's just, it's just like tops it off, like really. Did you think coming into it, will it, will the championship go ahead, or was was it that uncertainty playing on your minds? Yeah, like we knew we both be in bad decisions, like us and Waxford, like coming back after six months. Like we were going well before, but like tough to get back into it. But I'm glad it went ahead anyway. Like and it helps the two years you know each other from club level, forming a midfield partnership there. Yeah, sure. It's always good when you uh, you know your partner, like, and you played so so uh, so many games with them. Like, it just adds that bit of chemistry, like, in the middle. So, it's, it's and uh, with, with, with Wexford coming up here, you're well used to Darver, and it really helped even see the likes of Cooley, Cahill, and Gales, and even the Kevin's and that played here before, and that was a real advantage to home the home set. Like, like we got to train on it on Thursday night, get a good okay. feel of it. Like, yeah, so it was good. And, was lucky enough it was fixtured here anyway so like we knew the feel of the pitch before today and we are well used to it so it was good enough to get it here it's a massive win for the county do you feel that you sense that yourself coming out to field ban on oh yeah it was there was a, a amazing atmosphere after the game like it was just everyone was delighted like because because we've worked so hard for it if you being honest like when, as soon as we came back from lockdown we were Fucking flat out running and all like so. <laughs> just yeah, it was just good to. So it paid off. He's, he's he's had a lot of work today around the middle of the field. They were they weren't bad around there. Oh no, they were good. Like they put it up to us, brought on new sub, but like the water yeah, break yeah. like challenged us big time. So no, it was good to get the push on them the last couple of minutes. They got a, a goal like in the last couple of minutes, but that's pretty sure that's all we concede in the second half. So yeah, it was good to hold them back for the sixty minutes or. 70 whatever he played oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, well done lads congratulations best of luck thanks very Cheers. much right. yeah great lads you can hear the voice what it means to play for Laird and they felt the buzz coming off um, with their parents there all socially distanced of course but um, it just shows like a win at this age is massive and uh, it, it was a, it was just we 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 kind of bossed it. They got a penalty towards the very end, which took us to gloss off the win. But uh, they got a point at the start of the second half, and now completely dominated from that point onwards. Really good, really uh, really impress, really impressive, really impressive kind of like 
attacking display and then I was, I was surprised at how well they set up defensively got things in order got their uh, got the hand in at the right down Connor Dunhill full back was very good very solid very strong good foot passer as well drives out one two cornerbacks Keane Murphy and Rory O'Hagan were very good as well really tight really tigerish and then good attacking half back line good platform for attack from the middle of the field just all round and then the subs come in and added to it Sean Reynolds and Keen Connor. no mentioned that in the Patreon podcast that I thought they would have been starting they came in and had an impact off the bench so that, that shows the strength and depth is there it's a couple of good under 16s as well that could feature as well so there's uh, loads of talent there there's loads of um, loads of promise on a day that kind of give away to a bit of negativity the applicable there in the next round I think that's um, I think that's a Wednesday night um, will I be played I don't know but um, that's been the Loud and Proud podcast I will be doing um, I'm doing podcasts during the week I will have uh, I'll have preview to the down game we'll be catching up and looking ahead to the minors as well and just going over the county as well so plenty of ha- plenty of stuff on there on the Loud and Proud Patreon podcast thanks very much for listening thanks very much for tuning in and signing up um, contact me on all the social channels but um, a yin and yang day for, for loud football um, hopefully now the, the miners will push us on and develop a few more players but uh, sadly the, the the relegation cannot be avoided we are a division 14 for 2021 good luck, goodbye and I'll chat to you during the week on the Loud and Proud Patreon podcast